All right, hi guys. Welcome to the next episode of Uni Sharks Podcast. Uh, this is Ma- Mako. I oh, said Mako with our <laughs> with my esteemed host co-hosts uh, Lemon and Hammer. So sorry, it's been a little bit. We've actually been <laughs> playing a lot of Valheim, so we've been yeah, kind of doing that instead of episodes. But no, we wanted to take some time and add on another one to the list. Yeah, Mako, oh. I, I thought you said steamed. Like, I know you're saying is steamed, but like steamed, like you cooked us. Oh, like steamed hams? Yeah. <laughs> steamed shark. Uh, steamed shark. I wonder how that tastes. Now, anyways, so first of all, meme of the week. Uh, the one we chose is something, a clip from Family Guy. It's where uh, this little lion standing up in front of a class, and he says, when I grow up, I want to stick my head through a ring and roar right before a movie. All the other animals start laughing and then it shows him as a grown up MGM line. He's like, What's up now? Nah! Starts guessing. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. <laughs> so. Yeah, it does cuss a little bit, but yeah, just as a warning, but <laughs> So uh Don't watch it around your grandma, I guess. Yeah. So I actually had a lot of good ones. It was kind of hard to choose one. So, but moving on, uh, first topic of the week, we'll give it to Lemon. What you got for us? I guess I'm just talking about uh, the game Valheim, the one we've been playing. Um, yeah, uh, we'll talk about that. Um, so we've been playing this game called Valheim recently. It kind of blew up last year. It's kind of died down a little bit now, but yeah, blew up last year. Um, Hammerhead and Mako played a little bit, and I decided to join it. I just need some social interaction in my life other than work, so it was, it was yeah. nice to have that. And I was kind of curious what you guys thought about it, because um, I feel like Valheim is that type of game where like I wouldn't play on my own, but yeah. because I have people, especially Hammerhead, he has put the most hours in the game, so he kind of shows us the ropes and kind of guides us through the game. I feel like... Yeah. Um, yeah, if I try to play on my own, I'd probably just get bored and frustrated and kind of give up. But since we have Hammerhead guiding us, we're able to get through it. And I was kind of thinking about like, um, like these games that we have are more, mainly just because um, I'm very much a single player games. You guys have like are like that that you like. You want to go first, Hammer? Yeah, sure. Uh, first off, <laughs> you're making me blush. Thank you. Um, <laughs> well, so with Valheim, it it kind of also isn't my big go-to type game. I like I do kind of like sandbox type games where I'm able to you know, not really control everything, of course, but you can kind of build what you want um, within the game's limits. Um, I mean, obviously, I, uh, the obvious one that everyone's played is Minecraft, which is a little similar, but also very different in its own sense. Uh, there's a lot of other sandbox-type games as well. And but probably the most fun of that is when you are in a group, because I have played Valheim a little bit by myself, 
and it does get taxing because I have to find everything and then mine everything, which just, you know, two of us, it takes us a couple hours just to mine one huge thing of copper, you know, Mm -hmm. for example. But it just reminds me of the times when I did play Minecraft on Xbox back in 2011. And there was like seven or eight of us one time playing. And it's really chaotic, but it also makes it really fun. And uh, comparing that to like a single player game, um, it, I guess, you know, a different vibe. I like, I really enjoy my single player games. I, mean, I wouldn't want to play Metroid Dread, for example, with two people with me. That'd be really weird. Hmm. Um, but like this one, it just fits that. You need a bunch of people to actually enjoy it. Which kind of sucks also if you do want to play by yourself, but makes this a lot better, even if there's just one other person. Yeah, there's also not much story, I realized, to Valheim. It's kind of like you show up, do whatever you want, and kill some bosses, pretty much. There's not really like a plot or storyline to really follow to get engaged in, so you kind of have to create your own story, create your own memories with each other playing that game. The friends we made along the way. <laughs> the real bosses are the friends we beat up along the way. <laughs> now, like, um, Valheim, I have played Minecraft a little bit, but I think the reason why Valheim got so popular, why it is still pretty strong, so far as I know, is that it seems a little more accessible than a lot of other games of that type like minecraft you know it, it would like you'd think it'd be pretty chill but sometimes you'll get caught out in the open and it's dark and then like a whole small army of spiders and zombies and skeletons come after you and you get screwed over and die but valheim it feels like it kind of like gets the pacing down a lot better you know every now and then one of the ravens will sh- well, one of the odin's ravens will sh- ravens will show up and like give you a hint about what to do next like oh you learned how to cut stone now you can do that and this is how you hunt and things like that and the enemies are tough but because the world is divided into these different geographic zones you know what you're getting into like you know you start off in the meadows which is like the easy area and then as you progress through the game and unlock better weapons and armor you start moving on into the black forest the swamp the mountains so it's like if you end up wandering into a hard zone and dying, that's on you. So because of that, progression feels a lot more like logical, a lot more natural. So and then it's also just a fun game. Like who doesn't like being a Viking, right? Yeah, exactly. And you actually reminded me just the last time we played, like a couple of days ago. And we got into this one place that's called the Mistlands, and I actually have no idea what is in the Mistlands. Yeah. So that that's a that's a more exciting part because uh, well, then uh huh. Okay. Well, uh, I was gonna say uh, we play with one of our other friends, a uh, great guy from Taiwan named Michael. He <laughs> uh, 
at one point he found a mountain. He's like, guys, I found a, mo- a mountain. And we're like, Michael, don't go in there. He's like, hey, look, there's a wolf. And we're like, get away from the wolf. Because wolves are some of the hardest enemies in the game. Yeah, did you get killed? <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't get killed. Yeah, I did. And uh, you've actually fought them, Mako. Lemon hasn't even seen them yet. Well, they're um, killing Michael, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I thought he saw him die. <laughs> yeah, like I vaguely remember heading into the mountain with copper armor, thinking, oh, I'm fine. And then <laughs> Wolf just one shot me. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm not fine. Yeah, also yeah. what you mentioned earlier about like being the Viking, I feel like, I don't know what it was, but I feel like when Valheim came out, like Viking stuff was just like, or like there's a trend going on with like Viking stuff being popular for some reason. Like I don't know what it was. Like a Valheim pop, pop or popped up. I kept seeing a bunch of stuff about like the show Vikings and also like this um, traditional Norwegian Vikings esque uh, group, group musical group that popped up in my feed as well. And it seemed like that it seemed like Viking stuff was like in at that moment when it came out. So I feel like that timing helped out with Valheim as well. Yeah, because I think Assassin's Creed Valhalla came out like a month or two later. So there was a lot of hype for that. And then, of course, Loki was supposed to. Ooh, yeah, Loki was supposed to be coming out like at this time about six months later. So. Yeah. And also, shout out to there's one anime. It's called Vinland Saga. Oh, uh, yeah. It came out in 2019. So a little bit before uh, the series has actually been coming out since 2005 but it finally got an anime adaptation but also is viking and it's just the past those like few years just big build up of that things and it's yeah. kind of slowed down a little bit but it's still there um god of war as well just like a lot of norse right. stuff just gotten popular also yeah So I guess other than that, I kind of go back and forth between single-player and multiplayer games. Like, I'll play Overwatch and Battlefield 1, but I'll also play, you know, Arkham Knight or uh, Kingdom Hearts and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you watched the last Nintendo Direct there, Mako. (laughs) Did you see it? Oh, what are they in was it about that big Kingdom Hearts collection? Yeah, coming out to Switch. And also... Oh crap, what was the last thing you said before Kingdom Hearts? Uh, Arkham Knight. Oh, okay. No, different game though. But <laughs> like, there's a new Kirby game as well. That's oh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for that. The Kingdom Hearts thing, I'm like, oh, cool, it's going to be on Switch. More people get to experience it. But then... I keep hearing that Nintendo hasn't figured out cloud gaming very well yet, so it keeps crashing. Yeah, yeah, which you're going to be adding in for the DLCs, I believe, or like the Game Boy games and stuff like that. It's going to be on cloud. What? Right, the, <laughs> Ezio, the Ezio collection's coming out as well. On oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'll be exciting. I'm only a little sad because a lot of the games that they're putting out, they aren't. Not remaked, but they're not even remastered for the newer consoles. Um, yeah, it's just kind of a straight port. 
Yeah. Also, Force Unleashed. That was coming out too. Oh yeah. <laughs> but I'm no, I... sorry, I'm, I'm drifting off topic. <sighs> yeah. So I did like that it's a Wii version because that one was the best. Crappy graphics, but the gameplay was so good. So and then, of course, we have Switch Sports, which looks like a crappy version of Wii Sports, but hey, we get take what I can get. Yeah, and that's the thing I was thinking about. I was like, well, bowling was really fun, and so was tennis and sword fighting. It's just like, give us the me's and give us the rowing and the biking. It was all fun. Yeah, yeah they're coming with like a new, different looking me, but it's not a me because that's for something else. Those weird mutant looking things. <laughs> they didn't look that bad. <laughs> <laughs> they look like human versions of the Splatoon characters. Okay, that's reasonable, actually. <laughs> anyway, like, I'm sorry. A, <laughs> I have a big library of me's because of Metopia. Just let me freaking use them. I want to. <laughs> uh, I want to watch Freddy or Jason Voorhees do a slam dunk on Bowser. All right, so um, th- this is kind of creepy. I actually just got an email from Mojang. Huh. <laughs> right after we were talking about it. <laughs> Mojang is the ones in charge of Minecraft, by the way. Yeah. Uh, they're listening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, well, uh, for our next topic, we'll move on to Hammer. What have you got for us? All right. So last year we did an episode and we talked about the Summer Olympics and now the Winter Olympics is going on. We actually just finished watching Sean White do his first run on the finals and the half pipe. And I figured we might as well talk about the Winter Olympics. Um, It's been weird. Mm. Last summer um the winter olympics things went well but like i don't feel as many people are getting sick with covid um like the russian olympic committee was still in there but there's like the situation with doping now again at this olympics yeah. it was supposed to be here um disqualifications after disqualification bunch of penalties yeah. and then even though people are getting penalized and stuff there's just a, a bunch of falling I know it's ice yeah. it's obviously people are going to fall on ice but I feel like everyone has fallen at least once or more yeah. except Nathan Chen unless it's, <laughs> pra- unless it's practice he fell in practice but not in yeah. his performance <laughs> Oh, he dominated that performance. I don't know anything about figure skating. I'll just like I'll be watching and going, "Wow, that was amazing!" And then the judges are like, "Ah, oh, that was a 65. I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, like they're focused on all these certain things, and yeah. I feel like it's changed just in the past two Winter Olympics, scoring wise, or even how they make things. Because I don't remember. I might just be too young. Might have just been too young. But I honestly don't remember all these falls. 
the past Winter Olympics. It happens, but not so consistent. No, no, I just want to hear you guys' basic opinions. Um, what you think are kind of like the trends of this Olympics versus the last one, either mm -hmm. last winter or last summer Olympics. Um, I know, uh, Lemon, you didn't watch too much of the Olympics. You did a little bit with me when you were visiting, but we still value your input. Oh, thank you. But yeah, the only, the only Olympics I watched was the figure skating. And I didn't really follow. I remember I didn't really follow it that closely. The judges like, oh look, they're nice, nice little dances, or whatever, whatever. And they really, they really keep track of like who was winning and who was what. I did think it was interesting. I did think it was interesting seeing like the Russian, or like yeah, the Russians being disqualified, so they have to like have a different flag, and all that. And mm -hmm. also interesting like how the Paul. I remember last time I watched the um, Winter Olympics. Figure skating. I remember thinking about it like back in 2014. I remember and like things are just starting to get heated between Ukraine and Russia, and it's kind of a parallel now. How many years later? Is, yeah, but eight years later, it's like already happening again with tensions between Russia and Ukraine. Yeah. I think that's an interesting parallel. And like yeah, it's hard to keep. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, that's just be like yeah, that's what I got. But go ahead, Mako. Uh, so I have like a small list of things to go down because I love the Olympics. So, you know, with all this stuff, I've been looking up a lot of things. So I mentioned the kind of Russia versus Ukraine thing. Of course, it's hard to keep politics out of the Olympics. So especially it being in China. So, um, just to start, the allegations of doping, that's actually a much bigger deal than it was before because the person being accused is a 15-year-old. She's a minor. So if it's found out that she's been taking drugs, then that's like, wow, someone's going to get just absolutely destroyed for that. Because doping's already bad, you know, immoral. But for it to be done to a minor, that's, you know, a whole nother level. And the thing is, they're investigating right now because she's claiming that she's just taking heart medication and that's what's showing up on the doping tests but you know they have to investigate especially it being russia so if they're found you know if they validate that she has been doping then not only are they going to be stripped of their medals and given to us but there is <laughs> i think we could see russia being banned for another decade even yeah but just to clarify, us three, we will not get the medals. It's uh, the U.S. team has, is in silver and the Russians has the gold. But then <laughs> the doping incident showed up. Us personally, we're not going to get the medals. <laughs> we're not stewing them. As much as I like one. Yeah. And then, <laughs> so, and as for all this slipping, um, I was wondering, like, is that normal? Well, kind of like what? Uh, Lemon was saying, like, do I just not, or make, or Hammer was saying, like, do I just not remember it happening this often? But I guess it is happening a lot more than usual because there was a little article about how the giant slalom, or whatever the heck it's called, uh, yeah, giant slalom course is being called the Icy River because 20 people were disqualified just going down it because they'd fall. 
including Michaela Schifrin, twice. So and that's been, you know, really hard on her. She's already struggling because her father passed away just two years ago in an accident. So and uh, from what they're saying, from what I've read, it's because that whole region is in a drought. So China's having to use a ton of or pretty much solely almost artificial ice and snow and artificial ice and snow is a lot slippery, slipper, a lot more slippery and a lot less forgiving. So the athletes don't mind it too much. And of course, they're not going to straight out say, well, it's because of the ice, but it, I feel like it kind of is. I feel like it is having an impact. Yeah. Like, so, even, and, oh. no, even the ice skaters are having a problem with ice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you know, there's also the fact that making all that artificial ice and snow takes a lot of water and a lot of energy, which China said this was going to be a green games. So that's already in the trash bin. They said it was going to be a greens game? Well, they said it was going to be done on sustainable energy. Oh, okay, okay. I see, I see. Yeah. Yeah. I just see people making fun of that because they're in front of power plants when the half pipe. Oh, yeah. Well, and regarding that, I've heard the area is actually pretty nice. It was <laughs> those camera angles weren't doing it any justice. Because they, they show the scenes, and they even showed a mountain earlier, and it had snow on it, and you can see the region about it. It's just really nice looking. Yeah. So, and then, as for all the disqualifications, part of that is because of newer rules, I guess. Like, there are five women that were disqualified from ski jump because they were told their clothes are too baggy. Which, you know, is an actual violation, because... If you wear baggier clothing, the air can catch you and you can glide maybe a few inches further and it's a game of inches. But some of them are like furious. They're like, these are the regular clothes we've worn in other competitions. Why is it an issue now? But the Olympic Committee is like, well, these are the rules. They were posted. It's your fault if you didn't look at them. So, and then speed skating. There's been a lot of accusations because there have been two times where because of disqualifications, China got a gold. You know, one time it was us, another time it was the Koreans. So, but if you go on Reddit to the Olympic board, there are like just post after post of how is this illegal? How is this a disqualification? And then an actual speed skater would come in and say, okay, so here's the deal. Nowadays, there are new rules where if you accidentally bump the person in front of you, the judge can rule that it was their fault for being in your way and they got in the way of your past so they can be disqualified. So it's more, it's not that China's, you know, paying off officials or anything like that. It's that the new rules are too restrictive. It's, you know, one guy said it kind of reminds you of, um, I guess in the NBA at one point they passed a rule that if an elbow, if uh, your elbow made contact anywhere with anyone else, you could get penalized. So then you had guys like throwing themselves into each other, trying to, you know, get hit by an elbow and get the penalty shots. Yeah. And I was talking to some people earlier about that actually, and kind of compared it to soccer players. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, a, a clip of Ronaldo. Um, Messi's better. And <laughs> he, he got like nudged in the shoulder or something. Or like flicked, flicked on the neck, 
Yeah, I think he actually just flicked him. And then Ronaldo goes on the ground, grabbing his nose, acting like he has a bloody nose. He's like looking at his hands, like, is your blood? And like giving puppy eyes to the the ref. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, we actually kind of see that in Ted Lasso too, which is funny. So, yeah, just um, overall, it's been kind of a messy Olympics. And honestly, between the drought and all the political stuff, I don't think we should have held it in China. Nothing against their athletes or anything like that, but just, yeah, between the Uyghur stuff and all this artificial snow and ice and crap, it's like it was not worth holding it there. Yeah, and it's just it's just too bad because like they they did with the resources that they had and everything, but then so the controversies going on like um, supporters or or patrons, I mean, sorry, are pulling out because of it. Yeah, there's a bunch of just fingers being pointed at each other while. In the beginning, in the opening of the Olympics, the the leader of the Olympic Committee, the president, I guess, was saying this is a time of unification for the world. In a sense, it still is, but it's... They're, I, don't, I don't want them to be sweeping those conflicts under the, under the carpet, trying to keep them hidden, you know? Yeah, on... Well, as part of that, there was an Uyghur Muslim that helped light the torch. So depending on who you ask, that was either China showing a spirit of unity and you know respect for their ethnicities, or it was them trying to sweep cultural genocide under the rug and you know doing a kind of, don't worry about them, they're fine, just look, she's happy, she's representing us happily. It's like, you guys got some balls, don't you? But, uh, yeah, it's just hard to get away from that, even with something that's supposed to be international, like the Olympics. The one bright spot, as always, are the athletes themselves, because, you know, they don't care about the politics. They just want to compete. In fact, a lot of them are actually really good friends with each other. Like One of the American snowboarders was interviewed after she won silver, and she said, like, uh, I have a lot of, well, like, a lot of the girls that I'm skateboarding with, they're friends, they're rivals, but in the best way possible. Like, we take care of each other. One of them does better than me, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to try and do better than her, but in the best sense possible, you know. And I showed them all taking pictures together and going like, yeah. yeah it reminded exactly. me of, well, it reminded me of the skateboarding event during the Summer Olympics. That was the most wholesome sporting event I've ever seen. Just all the competitors, like, hugging each other and stuff like that. Yeah, and and I'm guilty of it as as well, because I mean it is that type of patriotism coming out, uh, like you want your country to do best, and I actually felt pretty bad, <laughs> so I I was a little petty about Goo beating Do in the snowboarding because I wanted Do yeah. to win, and how um, Goo is representing China even she's. Born in the United States, but then she has a really big connection with China, so it's kind of understandable and everything. Yeah. 
But when it was her against Kim in the half pipe and Gu went, <laughs> I kind of chanted, like, fall, fall. And then she fell. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no. I, I, oh, like. Uh, <laughs> like I mean, I'm a terrible I'm, person. <laughs> I am, exactly. You know, it's like, it, it's all my fault that she fell. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm trying to be careful because I don't want to, like, see the podium with like an American like in bronze and then yeah. two other countries in first and second and being like angry about it. It's like, no, no. They all did their part. Um if there was any underhanded stuff that I'd want that be corrected, but I highly doubt it. You know, it's yeah. just the athlete did better than the other athlete. That's just the results. Yeah, and I'm kind of guilty of the same thing. Like, especially when it comes to China, because of all the political, social stuff like we talked about, um, I'm kind of like, don't win, don't win. We got to beat you. But then I have to stop myself and say, well, hold on, though. Their athletes have just as much right to be there as we do. And if they do better than us, it's because they earned it. You know, it's, yeah. Like you have, we have to just keep checking ourselves, I guess, or I do anyway. How about you, Lemon? Yeah, um, yeah, I think it's it's kind of I like it because it's um, like aside of all the political stuff going on, it's kind of nice to see everyone kind of gather together from all different places in the world and like just compete together and like friendly competition. I think it's nice and uplifting in a way. You know, just doing their uh -huh. thing and, yeah. Yeah, it's very rare to see so many nationalities in such a small room. Yeah. But, but that was, that was probably the ends of my, my thoughts on that subject. There's still plenty mm -hmm. more to come, so uh, good luck to all athletes. Yeah. Stay healthy. <laughs> Stay healthy. Yeah. Hopefully the. How much food... more? Is... Huh? Or how much more is left of the Olympics? Another week, I think. Yeah. Yeah. At least another nice. week. Yeah. Yeah. I also heard that their food's not that good, so hopefully it tastes better. <laughs> <for these guys. laughs> Yeah. All right. So then, final topic is me. Just a quick one. Uh, the Book of Boba just wrapped up, and I feel mixed. I mean, I know you guys haven't seen it, so this is entirely spoiler free. But I feel mixed because I love Boba Fett the character, and the show had a lot of great moments, but it also had a lot of dumb moments and. Almost every single episode had plot holes that were just so lazy. Like, just la the writing was so lazy throughout. The character, like, says something, and seconds later, I'm like, what? Why? You know, and it could have easily been explained. Like, I thought up a better way to explain a situation within a few seconds. I'm like, guys, come on. You know, and then episodes five and six, uh, 
and it, like something dips on Boba and starts setting up Mandalorian season three. And I'm like, what are you doing? You know, like what if episode, season two of the Mandalorian, there was suddenly an episode where Mando didn't show up at all. And it was all about Ahsoka. That's pretty much what happened. I'm like, what, why are you kidding me? You know, I kind of have to agree with this one critic. He said, it's kind of starting to feel like they're just admitting that this is just a filler season. This is just a filler show to tide you over until Mando. And it's so frustrating because Boba Fett deserves better than that. He could be an awesome character. In the old expanded universe, he was an awesome character. So <sighs> I still really liked it overall. You know, it was a lot of fun, but just it could have been so much better than it was. So, yeah, that's just my rant on that. I haven't seen it myself, but my sister was talking about it. She said that the one episode where Mando showed up for Mandalorian, she's like, wow, it's actually like really great. The one time when Mando shows up, it's like really good. And it's kind of weird how like a show about Boba Fett and it's like the one good, the one episode everybody likes is the one with Mando. It's kind of interesting how that showed up. Yeah. Well, okay. Since you guys know about that. Yeah. It's like the instant Mando shows up, suddenly the writing is incredible. Suddenly the writing takes this massive leaping quality. And I'm like, why couldn't you guys put the same attention and care into the rest of the show? You know? Ugh. Yeah, it's just on the the lines of are they just using the name or are they trying to put something good out there? Yeah, exactly. And it's the exact same team, so I'm like, I wouldn't want to believe that they're just being lazy and even kind of disrespectful with the character, but there's no other way I can figure out why the writing is so lazy. Yeah, uh, you guys will have to watch it eventually. For the rest of you, yeah, if you feel like leaving your own thoughts on it, feel free to leave a comment. So, that's just my bit for now. But with that, I think that's the end of this episode. Does anyone else have anything to add? I think I'm good. I don't know what else said. Yeah, stay spicy. <laughs> Stay ricey. Yeah, I got nothing to add to that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <no record. laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Hey, I guess we'll be seeing, see you guys whenever. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining.